Letter six of the Mirror of Kong Ho by Ernest Brahma. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Letter six concerning this person's well-sustained efforts to discover further demons, the behavior of those invoked on two occasions. Venerated sire, in an early letter I made some reference to a variety of demon invoked by certain of the barbarians as this matter aroused your congenial interest i have since privately bent my mind incessantly to the discovery of others but this has been by no means easy for touching the more intimate details of the subject the barbarians frequently maintain a narrow-minded suspicion many whom i have approached feign to become amused or have evaded a deliberate answer under the subterfuge of a jest yet whenever i would have lurked by night in their temples or among the enclosed spaces of their tombs to learn more at a given signal one in authority has approached me with anxiety and mistrust engraved upon his features and disregarding my unassuming protest that i would remain alone in a contemplative reverie has signified that so devout an exercise is contrary to their written law on one occasion only did this person seem to hold himself poised on the very edge of a fuller enlightenment this was when in the venerable company of several benevolent persons he was being taken from place to place to see the more important buildings and to observe the societies of artificers laboring at their crafts the greater part of the day had already been spent in visiting temples open spaces reserved to children and those whose speech appearance and general manner of behaving make it desirable that they should be set apart from the contact of the impressionable halls containing relics and emblems of the past places of no particular size or attraction but described as being of unparalleled historic interest and the stalls of the more reputable vendors of merchandise doubtless with observing so many details of a conflicting nature this person's discriminating faculties had become obscured but towards evening he certainly understood that we sought the company of an assembly of those who had been selected from all the empire to pronounce definitely upon matters of supreme import the building before which our chariot stopped had every appearance of being worthy of so exceptional a gathering and with the most affluent joy that i should at last be able to glean a decisive pronouncement i evaded those who had accompanied me and mingling self-reliantly with the throng inside i quickly surrounded myself with many of the wisest-looking and begged that they would open their heads freely and express their innermost opinions upon the subject of demons of all kinds although i had admittedly hoped that these persons would not conceal themselves behind the wings of epigram or intangible prevarication i was far from being prepared for the candour with which they greeted me and although by long usage i am reasonably unconcerned at the proximity of any of our own recognized genii it is not to be denied that my organs of ferocity grew small and unstable at the revelations from their words it appeared that the spot on which we stood had long been the recognized centre and meeting-place for every class of abandoned and objectionable spirit of the universe 
not only this but several of the persons who had gathered around were confidently pointed out as the earthly embodiment of various diabolical forces while others cheerfully admitted that they themselves were the shadows of certain illustrious ones who had long passed above and all united in declaring that those who moved among them wearing the distinction of a dark blue uniform were evil beings of a most ghoulish and repulsive type indeed as i looked more closely i could see that not only those pointed out but all standing around had expressions immeasurably more in keeping with a band of outcast spirits than suggestive of an assembly representing wisdom and dignified ease at that moment however a most inelegant movement was caused by one suddenly declaring that he had recognized this one who is inscribing his experiences to be the apparition of a certain great reformer who during the period of his ordinary existence had received the name of guy fawkes and amid a tumult of overwhelming acclamation a proposal was raised that i should be carried around in triumph and afterwards initiated into the observance of a time-honoured custom although it had now become doubtful to what end the adventure was really tending this person would have submitted himself agreeably to the participation had not the blue apparelled band cleft their way into the throng just as i was about to be borne off in triumph and forming themselves into a ringed barrier around me they presently succeeded in rearranging the contending elements and in restoring me to the society of my friends to these persons they complained with somewhat unreasoning acrimony that i had been exciting the inmates into a state of rebellion with wild imaginings and for the first time i then began to understand that an important error had been perpetuated by some one and that instead of being a meeting-place for those upholding the wisdom and authority of the country the building was in reality an establishment for the mentally defective and those of treacherous instincts for some time after this occurrence i failed to regard the subject of demons and allied forces in any but a spirit of complete no enthusiasm but more recently my interest and research have been enlarged by the zeal and supernatural conversation of a liberal-minded person who sought my prosaic society with indefatigable persistence when we had progressed to such a length that the one might speak of affairs without the other at once interposing that he himself had also unfortunately come out quite destitute of money this stranger who revealed to me that his name was glitter but that in the company of a certain chosen few he was known intimately as the keeper of the salagrama approached me confidentially and inquired whether we of our central kingdom were in the habit of receiving manifestations from the spirits of those who had passed beyond at the unassumed ingenuousness of this remark i suffered my impassiveness to relax as i replied with well-established pride that although a country which neglected its ancestors might doubtless be able to produce more of the ordinary or graveyard spectres we were unapproachable for the diverse forms and malignant enmity of our apparitions 
of invisible beings alone i continued tolerantly we had the distinction of being harassed by upwards of seven hundred clearly defined varieties while the commoner inflictions of demons shades visions warlocks phantoms sprites imps phenomena ghosts and reflections passed almost without comment and touching our admitted national specialty of dragons the honour of supremacy had never been questioned at this the agreeable person said that the pleasure he derived from meeting me was all excelling and that i must certainly accompany him to a meeting-place of this same chosen few the following evening when by the means of sacred expedients they hoped to invoke the presence of some departed spirits and perchance successfully raise a tangible vision or two to so fair-minded a proposal i held myself acquiescently and then inquired where the meeting-place in question was destined to be whether in a ruined and abandoned sanctuary or upon some precipitous spot of desolation the inquiry was gracefully intended but a passing cloud of unworthy annoyance revealed itself upon the upper part of the other's expression as he replied we the true seekers despise theatrical accessories and as a matter of fact i couldn't well get away from the office in time to go anywhere far to-morrow we meet at my place in the camden road it's only a three halfpenny tram stage from the euston and tottenham court corner so it couldn't be much more convenient for you he thereupon gave me an inscribed fragment of paper and mentioned the appointed hour i'll tell you why i am particularly anxious for you to come to-morrow he said as we were each departing from one another posh he's the reader of the veda among us and his people have got hold of a greek woman they say she is a princess of course who can do a lot of things with flowers and plate glass they are bringing her for the first time to-morrow and it struck me that if i have you there already when they arrive you'll come in your national costume by the way it will be a considerable set-off since his daughter was presented to the duchess at the opening of a bazaar there has been no holding pash why he was ever elected reader of the books i don't know uh, we have had scoffers sometimes but i trust i may rely upon you not to laugh at anything you may not happen to agree with with conscientious dignity i replied that i had only really laughed seven times in my life and therefore the entertainment was one which i was not likely to embark upon hastily or with inadequate cause he immediately expressed a seemly regret that the detail had been spoken and again assuring him that at the stated hour i would present myself at the house bearing the symbol engraved upon the card we definitely parted that as a matter of fact i did not so present myself at the exact hour chiefly concerned the uncouth and arbitrary-minded charioteer who controlled the movements of the vehicle to which the one whom i was seeking had explicitly referred for at an angle in the road he suffered the horses to draw us aside into a path which did not correspond to the engraved signs upon the card nor by any word of persuasion could he be prevailed upon to return 
thus without any possible reproach upon the manner in which i was conducting the enterprise it came about that by the time i reached the spot indicated all those persons who had been spoken of as constituting a chosen band were assembled and with them the barbarian princess nevertheless this person was irreproachably greeted and the maiden indicated even spoke a few words to him in an outside tongue being necessarily unacquainted with the import of the remark i spread out my hands with a sign of harmonious sympathy and smiled agreeably whereat she appeared to receive an added esteem from the faces of those around excluding those directly of the house of glitter and was thereby encouraged to speak similarly at intervals this person each time replying in a like fashion is he then a guide of the way also princess said the one pash who had noted the occurrence to which the maiden replied to a degree yet lacking the innermost mysteries presently it was announced that all things were fittingly prepared in another chamber here upon a table of polished wood stood on the one side a round stone with certain markings a group of inscribed books and various other emblems and on the other side a bowl of water a sphere of crystal pieces of unwritten parchment and behind all and at a distance away a sheet of transparent glass greater in height than an ordinary person and as wide when all were seated the one who had enticed me among them placing himself before the stone the person pash guarding the books the barbarian princess being surrounded by her symbols and alone in a self-imposed solitude and the others at various points the lights were subdued and the appearances awaited it would be scarcely respectful o oh my enlightened father to take up your well-spent leisure by a true prolific account of the matters which followed they being in no way dissimilar from the manifestations by which the uninitiated little ones of young ping are wont to amuse themselves and pass the winter evenings from time to time harmonious sounds could be plainly detected flowers and branches of wood were scattered sparsely here and there persons claimed that passing objects had touched their faces and misshapen forms of smoke-like density which some confidently recognized as the outlines of departed ones whom they had known revealed themselves against the glass when this had been accomplished the lights were recalled and the barbarian maiden sinking into a condition of languor announced and foretold events and happenings upon which she was consulted sometimes replying by spoken words at others suffering her hand to trace them lightly upon the parchment sheets thus to an inquirer it was announced that one aunt mary in the upper air was well and happy though undeniably pained at the action of cousin william in the matter of the freehold houses and more than sceptical how his marriage would turn out another was advised that although the interest on consoles was admittedly lower than that anticipated by those controlling the destinies of a new venture entitled the great rosy dawn gold mine development syndicate 
and the name certainly less poetically inspiring the advising spirits were of the opinion that the former enterprise would prove the more stable of the two and in any case they recommended the person in question to begin by placing not more than half of her life savings into the mine the family of the house of pash was assured that beneficial spirits surrounded them at every turn and that their good deeds were not suffered to fall unfruitfully to the ground while many bearing the name of glitter on the other hand were reproved by one who had known them in infancy for the offences of jealousy ostentation vain thoughts shallowness of character and the like at length revered as there seemed to be no reasonable indication of any barbarian phantom of weight or authority appearing nothing indeed beyond what a person in our country of no admitted skill would accomplish in the penetrating light of day with two others holding his hands and a third reposing upon his head i formed the perhaps immature judgment that the one to whom i was indebted for the entertainment would be suffering a grievous frustration of his hopes and a diminution of his outward authority therefore without sufficient consideration of the restricted surroundings as it afterwards appeared i threw myself into a retrospective vision and floating unencumbered through space i sought for quan king ti the demon of the waters upon whom i might fittingly call as i was given into his keeping by the ceremony of spirit adoption at an early age meeting an influence which i recognized to be an indication of his presence in the vicinity of the eighth region i obsequiously entreated that he would reveal himself without delay and then convinced of his sympathetic intervention i suffered my spirit to recall itself and revived into the condition of an ordinary existence we have among us this evening my friends the one pash was saying a very remarkable lady if i may use so democratic a term in the connection to whom the limits of time and space are empty words and before whose supreme will the most portentous forces of occult nature mutely confess themselves her attending slaves but at that moment the rolling drums of kang ti's thunder drowned his words although he subsequently raised his voice above it to entreat that any knives or other articles of a bright and attractive kind should at once be removed to a place of safety heralded by these continuous sounds and accompanied by innumerable flashes of lightning the genius presently manifested himself leisurely developing out of the air around he appeared in his favorite guise of an upright dragon, his scales being arranged in rows of nine each way, a pearl showing within his throat, and upon his head the wooden bar. The lights were extinguished incapably by the rain which fell continually in his presence, but from his body there proceeded a luminous breath which sufficiently revealed the various incidents kong ho said this opportune vision speaking with a voice like the beating of a brass gong the course you have adopted is an unusual one but the weight and regularity of your offerings have merit in my eyes nevertheless if your invocation is only the outcome of a shallow vanity or a profane love of display nothing can save you from a painful death speak now fully and without evasion and fear nothing 
amiable being said this person kowtowing profoundly the matter was designed to the end only that your incomparable versatility might be fittingly displayed these barbarians sought vainly to raise phantoms capable of any useful purpose whereupon i jealous of your superior omnipotence judged it would be an unseemly neglect not to inform you of the opportunity it is well said the demon affably all doubt in the matter shall now be put to rest could any more convincing act be found than that i should breathe upon these barbarians and reduce them instantly to a scattering of thin white ashes assuredly it would be a conclusive testimony i replied yet in that case consider how inadequate a witness would be borne to your enlightened condescension when none would be left but one to whom the spoken language of this island is more in the nature of a trap than a comfortable vehicle your reasoning is profound kong ho he replied yet abundant proof shall not be wanting with these words he raised his hand and immediately the air became filled with an overwhelming shower of those productions with which quang ki ti's name is chiefly associated shells and pebbles of all kinds lotus and other roots from the river banks weeds from seas of greater depths fish of interminable variety from both fresh and bitter waters all falling in really embarrassing abundance and mingled with an incessant rain of sand and water in the midst of this the demon suddenly passed away striking the table as he went so that it was scarred with the brand of a five-clawed hand shattering all the objects upon it excepting the stone and the books which he doubtless regarded as sacred to some extent and leaving the room involved in a profound darkness for the love of the saints for the love of the saints save us from the yellow devils exclaimed a voice from the spot where last the barbarian princess had reclined and upon this person going to her assistance with lights it was presently revealed that she alone had remained seated the others having all assembled themselves beneath the table in spite of the incapability of the space at their disposal most of the weightier evidence of quang kian ti's majestic presence had faded away though the table retained the print of his impressive hand many objects remained irretrievably torn apart and in a distant corner of the room an insignificant heap of shells and seaweed still lingered from the floor covering a sprinkling of the purest fu chow sand rose at every step the salt dew of the tong hai still dropped from the surroundings and at a later period a shore crab was found endeavouring to make its escape undetected convinced that the success of the manifestation would have enlarged the one glitter's esteem towards me to an inexpressible degree i now approached him with words of self-deprecation ready on my tongue but before he spoke i became aware from the nature of his glance that the provision had been unnecessary for already his face had begun to assume to a most distended amount the expression which i had long recognized as a synonym that some detail had been regarded at a different angle from that anticipated may i ask he began in a somewhat heavily laden voice after he had assured himself that the person who was speaking was himself 
and his external attributes unchanged may i ask sir and at this title which is untranslatable in its many-sided significance when technically employed i recognized that all complimentary intercourse might be regarded as having closed whether you accept the responsibility of these proceedings touching the appearance which has so essentially contributed to the success of the occasion it is undeniably due to this one's foresight i replied modestly then let me tell you sir that i consider it an outrage a dastardly outrage yet protested this person with retiring assertiveness the expressed object of the ceremony as it stood before my intelligence was for the set purpose of invoking spirits and raising certain visions spirits exclaimed the one before me with an accent of concentrated aversion yes spirits impalpable civilized genuine spirits who manifest themselves through recognized media and are conformable to the usages of the best drawing-room society yes but not demons sir not chinese devils in the camden road no truth and light at any cost not paganism it's certainly scandalous look at the mahogany table ruined look at the wallpaper conventional mackerels with a fishing-net background new this spring soused look at the brussels carpet seventeen six by twenty-five saturated i quite agree with you mr glitter here interposed the individual pash i was watching you sir closely the whole time and i have my suspicions about how it was done i don't know whether mr glitter has any legal redress but i should certainly advise him to see his solicitors to-morrow and in the meantime he is my guest exclaimed the one whose hospitality i was enjoying and while he is beneath my roof he is sacred but i do not think that it would be kind to detain him any longer in his wet things said another of the household with pointed malignity and accepting this as an omen of departure i withdrew myself bowing repeatedly but offering no closer cordiality through a torn sleeve one drops a purse of gold it is well said and as if to prove to a deeper end that misfortune is ever double-handed this incapable being involved in thoughts of funereal density bent his footsteps to an inaccurate turning and after much wandering was compelled to pass the night upon a desolate heath but that would be the matter of another narrative with an insidious doubt whether after all the far-seeing quang kian ti's first impulse would not have been the most satisfactory conclusion to the enterprise kong ho End of letter 6